Vampires. 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 And werewolves. And witches. Homewrecker. Homewrecker. You don't understand. Hormone adult teenager. You don't understand. Promposal. Promposal. But which one should I choose? I hate you, Mom. This is Hannah's Clash of the Teen Drama Titans, featuring Saskia and Eric and Hannah Davies. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to round 35 of Clash of the Teen Drama Titans, uh, my dream podcast where we watch all of the incredible teen dramas uh, that I love from my childhood and from today, unless they're still on like Stranger Things, which is the best show in the world. My name is Hannah. I invented this podcast to torture Eric and Saskia and make them watch all my favorite shows, which I knew mostly they would hate, and this was the only way I'd ever get them to watch them. <laughs> Say hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Eric. Uh, so the fact that we're on round 35 means we're almost done, right? Like, this is my, you know, number five and number four wow. show on the list. Yes, that's correct. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, so made it this, you guys this have done so up. well. I'm really happy about that. Uh, do you do you have any thoughts or feelings this week you want to impart before we get into? Um, yeah, I felt that these were two of the worst episodes we have watched for this, for this podcast. Yeah, ever? and I'm surprised In because 35 rounds. I think we've seen worse singular episodes, but I don't know if we've had a, a combined like average level of quality this low before interesting wow. i disagree you and really did not like roswell so that that's, that's true we did move forward with roswell instead of essence creek because saskia last episode used her veto best decision yeah. ever and got rid of pacey thank which you i have not I'm, gotten over it was really it was surprised. dawson who was the, the nightmare i agree everyone knows that yeah you just watch around him I, I like Dawson's character. <laughs> I mean, he's annoying, and he's a. He you know. has his moments. Listen, I'm a Dawson fan. I'm just saying, she's I'm just, not wrong. I feel he's like, the least interesting person on that show, and sadly, it's named after him. I feel like, yeah. I and that's had, not the Beak's fault. It's the writer's fault for sure. But I I feel like I had like positive things to say about Roswell last episode, right. and I couldn't remember what any of them were watching yeah. this. Episode. I it's. Shocking. Yeah, um, I don't think you liked it. Anyway. No, you definitely did not. No, so, but I think I had nice things to say. Roswell is our current champion. We are only on the second episode. Do you guys want to guess what the title of the episode was based on what happened? Oh, I... You know what? I watched it on the DVD and so I saw it, but I can't remember now. Well, then you can still guess. Um, the break-in. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Um, so I, I have no guess. I'm annoyed. I'm gonna. I'm once you say it, I'm gonna be like, oh, of course, that's it. I'm, yeah, but I'm I, not gonna say it till you till you guess. Uh, it's uh, the yeah. guess is uh, uh, let's rock and roll. <laughs> no, it's called the morning after. Oh, oh of course it is. Yeah, she's just found out about the Czechoslovakians. And our current challenger. My country that hasn't existed in 10 years. Uh, That's my favorite line. My heart. Listen, I, this is win-win for me. I can't wait to watch the next episode of whatever show you guys don't pick. I see. And I really yeah. wanted to watch them last night, and I didn't, so I'm stoked. Uh, is Everwood, uh, another show on the WB, so Roswell's 1999, Everwood came out in 2002. So close to one another. So literally just as Roswell was ending, Everwood started. Maybe took its time slot. We'll never know. 
Oh dear. <laughs> could yeah, could have. Uh, okay, so tell us again what happened. All right. On this episode, the morning after of Roswell, so, New Mexico, of Roswell. In this, they episode definitely of... had the better weather. Yes. I. Uh, I guess it depends what kind of weather you prefer. It, it was very hot. I was in Everett. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I prefer. The amount of snow that we saw, I was like, this is this is brand new, yeah. especially and, for for our yeah. teen drama world. But haven't seen that. And much they snow. are outside all the time on that show. They so take advantage of that location. Yeah. And it's friggin' beautiful. Yes, it is. It's Alberta, apparently, which is wild. It's it I looks it. much nicer than any place I've ever been in Alberta. They probably shot the pilot in a different place than they shot the series. Uh, who knows? That would make sense. Yeah. I didn't look it up. Um, in Roswell, I think they did shoot please, it. In yes, I apologize. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. What's uh, what's what's her friend's name? Maria. Maria. So um, she's my favorite character. Just by the way, so we should learn her name. Wild. Maria. Uh, very interesting that she's your favorite character. Yeah. What's the main character's name? Jen? Liz. Liz. I don't know. Where am I really getting Really invested from? in Jen this. is from Dawson's Creek. Yeah. You Dawson's. may still be thinking. We left I'm Jen like, in the I, I miss Jen. Yeah. We all do. Um, Michelle? Liz and Maria have are having like a disagreement about what to do about the aliens. Czechoslovakians. Right? I mean, what do we even know about these people? Nothing. How do we know that they're not three feet tall, green, and slimy? I guess we don't. And you know what else doesn't, like, particularly please me? These powers. How do we know they can't just, like, wiggle their noses and, like, poof us into an oblivion? I guess we don't. Okay, you are being, like, so casual about this. I want to choke you. Liz, we are dealing with aliens. Can you please not say that word in public? The point is, we don't know anything about these Czechoslovakians. Are they good Czechoslovakians? Bad Czechoslovakians? We don't know. They're just random Czechoslovakians. For all we know, they don't have their passport. Who's Czechoslovakian? Hey! Hey! Hey. So, who's Czechoslovakian? Uh, the, the guy in the hardware cool. store. Liz Liz doesn't want Maria to say aliens out loud. So in public, in public, yeah, because obviously you know she's trying to keep it secret. So so Maria and Liz are using the code word Czechoslovakians instead of aliens, which is hilarious. It's really not hilarious, <laughs> and they say it like a thousand times because it's hilarious. It's not funny at all. It's really funny. Um, so the. the Maria is saying, like, this is dangerous, right? Like, we don't know anything about them. Don't know um, what they can do with their powers. We don't... That's right. We don't know uh, what their capabilities are. And especially one of them seems to not have control or know how to use his powers. Yeah. Compared to the We other. get, do like, we a this? small taste of that at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, and so not only are the, are the aliens themselves potentially dangerous... And they they don't know what their goals are. They don't know what their powers are. But they're worried. Even if they're good, um, then the government is going to send like G men, like the Men in Black, over to uh, Richard Schiff. Yeah, that's right. Richard is that guy, that guy's name? The FBI. That's guy? the actor's name. Oh, okay. His name on the show is uh, Oh my God! There's so many cops. Agent Stevens. <laughs> there are so many cops. Way too many cops. Yeah. Um. But Liz is saying, Liz is trying to protect them, and Maria is saying, like, we should tell, who's Colin Hanks? Is that Alex? Yes. We should tell. He knows. (laughs) Well, you said it earlier. (laughs) Um, We should tell Alex about it. Uh, We need some, we need some other perspective. perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's, that storyline. 
also Liz is like still still having a crush on what's Max mm-hmm. Max Evans yeah. got it um at so the end of the at the end of the first episode they like nearly kiss and then it's like wait we can't you know you're a human I'm an alien like we have to just be friends and like, he we... could potentially be like 60 years old or whatever she says later on yes yeah uh she, they crashed in 1947 15. or uh yes and he he awoke in 1989 but you know who knows what's going on right, right. plus um, maria makes the point that like when he touched you you like saw into his mind or whatever like yeah. what happens if you kiss or yeah what happens worse. if you yeah um so that could be we don't even know if that's safe and if you hang in guys let me tell you you're gonna find out i wonder if max has even kissed anyone it's pretty Isabel is totally fine with, like, going on dates with humans. Um, I mean, I guess we don't see, like, what she does on the dates, but she's definitely into going on dates. She has a date tonight, and you know what? A date next week, too. So we can't go on the run from the government uh, before next week. Isabel's busy. Um, So... She likes it in Ran Roswell. She's having fun, yeah. Uh, Liz and Max still have this, like, lingering connection. Like, obviously... They're very into each other, but they're, like, pretending not to, or they're trying to ignore it. Let me tell Um, you, though, I didn't really feel any kind of real chemistry between these, but as soon as her and uh, our other friend, um, Michael, 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 were on screen together for, like, five seconds, like, come on. I didn't feel any chemistry from anyone at any point. What about when they were in their eraser room, and they were all, like... In each other's hair. He's just so... There's some uh, something that really frustrates me about this is that I don't understand, like, what they see in each other. Like, we get that... I think in the first episode, uh, Max explains, like, you, like, stuck up for me or something, or uh, you accepted me when I was a new kid, I think. But I, we don't really see, like, what she likes about him other than, like, he's hot. Like, yeah. he has very he soulful he's, eyes. Yeah, pretty and quiet. I mean, she thinks he's hot. That's fine. They I'll had a whole conversation about, like, how um, everyone notices when she gets a haircut and she's sick of being, like, so visible. Yeah. And he's like, I wish I could be more I, yeah. visible. Like, you know, he can't play football in case he's the star. He can't, you know, he melts be the that good at school. No, he just can't draw any attention to yeah, himself. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right? So it's like... Whatever. That's like, you know, white boy problems. <laughs> <laughs> alien um, problems. Yeah, and white boy alien problems. But that's their storyline. Oh, yeah. and he also has a really funny moment when he's like, we are all identical except for our third eye. If you crash landed in 1947, are you really 16 or are you like 52 in a 16-year-old's body? Or do you guys just age differently? I mean, is like one alien year equal to three human years. You've thought about this a lot, haven't you? Kind of. Well, we know we came out of the pods in 1989. We just don't know how long we were there. When we came out, we looked like six-year-olds. So were you, like, green? Green? Before you took human form, were you three feet tall and green and slimy? You know, I'm very sorry about asking you that. It's Maria's question. Um, no, we just always look like this. Except for the uh, third eye. 
and he starts to like what he he bends over like tie his shoe or something and and liz like tries to sneak a look at his third Third eye eye. in the back of his head where's it gonna be is it gonna be on his head i was like is it gonna be on his leg is he pulling out his foot i don't know i don't know but he was joking (laughs) well she asked him if they were green and slimy before yeah before you took human form seven years old and why michael doesn't live with them long story um, what we yeah, so the main plot this episode has to do with Michael Guerin, it has to do with the substitute teacher, and it has to do with the... Kathleen Topolsky. Okay, I played don't by, think that's... Played by who, Saskia? Who oh, was that? Oh. It was Julie Benz. Yeah, who is? Darla. Thank I don't you. know, lots of people. <laughs> Darla. Yes, that's true. She is um, lots of people. I, I I refuse to learn her name. I don't think that she's important. Oh, she she's... Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> she's clearly not the new guidance counselor. Clearly. That was like the stupidest lie. And I yes! Was, I couldn't tell if the show was saying like... Oh, you, you were uh, you were worried over nothing, yeah? Or uh, like it was like a twist, like that she's not an, an, an so agent. Yes, she is lying, but this is why. It's the most absurd thing it that is I, absurd. I was so annoyed when she said that. I'm not the substitute teacher. I'm the new guidance counselor. So I came to teach your class. Yeah. So so uh, yeah. So there's a Michael substitute is teacher. Michael in big trouble because he hasn't shown up for class. Yeah, there's a substitute teacher who is definitely like looking for Michael um, when they're doing roll call. She's like very uh, interested in like where's Michael? Michael Guerin? Does anybody know where Michael Guerin is? What and about she, you, like, Max? She you, stopped roll call at that is? point. Yeah, and when, like, why would she know <laughs> she's a substitute teacher that they are friends? It's crazy. Well, I think that I he's like giving off vibes. Oh yeah, um, Max vibes. Yeah, um, and and later on, Liz like bumps into her, and she drops all her papers, and she sees that she's got Michael's personal file. She bumps file. into her on purpose. The per- these permanent records we're always hearing about. On she TV. like ran yeah. out on the conversation with her boyfriend, quote unquote boyfriend, Kyle. Yeah, was Valenti. Like, Kyle Valenti headed this way. Like in this general direction, or like towards me. Like the latter. Oh God. What are you gonna say? I don't even know that there's anything to say. I mean, I saw him over the summer and it was casual. I am sure, now that we're back in school, he's just thinking of me as a summer thing. Liz. <laughs> Kyle. How's my girl? <sighs> See ya. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Good. You know, I'm just pretty loaded down with all the school stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. You take all that stuff pretty seriously. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right. Listen, Liz, I, th- I think it's important then that we're honest with each other. I was talking to Tommy Hoag on the team, and he agrees with me. A person should be on time, Liz. I know we, we've left things casual, and I understand that, but you did say that you would meet me at the Crash Festival, and I just feel that if you care about a person, which I do, then you should be on time. The truth is, if you were just some girl, and you, you, you stiffed me on a date, I'd walk in a second. But you're not. Kyle, I really want to talk to you right now. I do, but it's just not a good time. I'm sorry. I gotta go. I'm sorry. That's another thing. I I feel like it's inconsistent between episode one and two. I feel like in episode one, 
It's the it's the morning after. It is? <laughs> yeah, literally. It's called that. In episode one, I feel like it was very clear that they are boyfriend and girlfriend. No, like they are she said repeatedly it was casual. She told Maria. This episode she did, but I feel like... No, first episode, in the first she episode. Definitely really? Did. Okay. Yes. She keeps I was saying confused. it over and over again. I'm it's sorry. not true. That's the thing. It's like... Oh, she's lying? I don't think she's lying. I don't think they've ever uh, DTR'd, as they would say on Awkward, discussed the relationship. Oh, I see. But, like, the way, I think up until Max saved her, the way that they were behaving, anyone else from the outside, I think, including Kyle, would assume that they were dating, that they were a couple. I see. And then she was all of a sudden like, well... Like, she doesn't want to break up with him, because she's not that kind of person. So she thinks, well, maybe if I just can convince him we're not together, then yeah. I don't even have to do that. I I feel like again, it's... again, that's all in my own mind because well, I, I see anything that happens. I think see. you're right, though. I think that you're you're probably right. But I think that's why it comes off as confusing. I think that it's a bad back choice. Then, She's just trying to get rid of him, kind of yeah, crazy. Man. But like even like there was we didn't date casually. Like that's a that's a modern. Oh, really? thing. Yes, for sure. There was no, like, you weren't dating multiple people as a high school girl. It just... I feel like in the 50s... It went, yeah, I was about to say, in the olden times, quote-unquote, yeah. when you were about to get married at 20 and stay with that person for the rest of your life, yeah. they dated around. You go on, and then, you date every week. Yeah, like 90s, 80s, it was all, like, long-term monogamous relationships, but you mm. knew you would have multiple of them, right? You'd have your high school boyfriend, then you'd have your college boyfriend. Right. Then you'd make, then you'd get married, whatever, right? So to me, again, tweet at me if I'm wrong. <laughs> that like dating casually in high school was not a thing. Um, I think it wasn't a thing in in when I was in high school. Either, yeah. So anyway, so uh, I think she's full of shit. <laughs> but she's not. You know, like obviously he would be like, no, I asked you out and we we're dating. If that was a fact, he would yeah. say. And Kyle doesn't seem very like. Yeah. I feel like it's a it's the it's a poor choice to make them a casual thing because mm-hmm. I like they're trying to do like a triangle right like yes. and it, f- for her to be like so immediate like in the first episode she was like I don't, I don't really ca- it's just he's nice oh, right? I'm so mad you guys aren't gonna watch the rest of this there's so many things I want to tell you right now it's one scene in particular and Roswell fans you know <laughs> what I'm talking about oh it's so good it's just why he's. He just annoyed me this whole episode. Like, yeah. I don't want him to be there. Okay. He sucks. That's fine. I'm fine um, with that. There's one particularly bad moment it with him. It doesn't make sense. He I feel actually like he doesn't like, make sense in this. They make him a huge villain in this season. Yeah. And once once he's flipped and he knows what's really going on, yeah. then he's awesome. Then he's and a you good end guy. up really loving him. But mm-hmm. I agree in the first season, it's just like fucking Kyle. Like, stop being a dick. Well, it's it not so much in this episode. He's but. part of a very different group than he is. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Or like, a very different show. Yeah. It's like, yeah. He's doing his thing. Um, there's, I love him so much. There's a, uh, there's a scene where um, Max and Liz drive off in his Jeep to go like watch um, Michael's house. Yes. Because the, the fake substitute teacher is going over there. Mrs. Topolsky. And Kyle notices them, and he decides to tail them in his bright red sports car. And um, and he's, like, watching as they're, like, 
in the Jeep, mm-hmm. and she drops her ring. This was a ridiculous scene. I agree with that. This is <laughs> very silly. Yes. She drops her ring down, like, by the pedals, and she yeah. bends down to get Which it. Which she would not do. What, dro- drop her ring or bend down? Bend down to get it like that. Because, like, you just be like, no. I don't know. I mean, it just feels like Depends it'd be a lot on the easier angle, for... the I guess. No. But... Yeah, if, like, if I'm in the driver's seat, it seems like it'd be harder. a lot easier for me to get it. True, and you wouldn't even have to bend over. You just reach. Down, yeah, it would just right? like reach down. Exactly. She would not need to, but uh, but he thinks that she's like giving him head. Yes, and he is like, okay, that's it. I'm getting out of my tr- car and I'm gonna go <laughs> walk over there and confront them. Yeah, which is like no. And Gross. he he's like, hey, what are you what are you doing? And they're like whispering, shh, hold on, we're trying to, we're waiting for Mac for Mike. Was it Max? Michael? Michael. We're waiting for our friend Michael. He's like, why are you whispering? If, if it's not weird that you're here, then why are you whispering? Talking at full blown le- full level. And because of this confrontation, the substitute teacher looks over and sees Liz. Yeah. I don't think she... She doesn't see Max because he ducks down, but she doesn't for some reason. I know. It's she her even, fault. It's like she stands <laughs> rises up. up. Like, what the hell yeah, she's is like, she doing? She's like about to duck down, but then she looks up to see... She's the worst. And... And then we cut to commercial, and when we come back from commercial, Max and Liz are just walking around. What yeah, happened to Kyle? I don't know. You, that's unacceptable to me. The whole thing. <laughs> you cannot end the scene that way. It's just what, is go- what is going on? I was so furious when this happened. I also was. This is like amazing. <laughs> Like, what, what is, if you're going to put him in there, like, you need to explain Resolve, what happened yeah, after that. that's so funny. I didn't even think about that at all. But yeah, like, that's a fair complaint. And I mean, maybe it was in there and it got cut for time or whatever. That's what I but think. But no, I've, they probably just wanted to go out on that. Like, oh, she saw them. I, I feel like there was a lot of stuff cut from the pilot. And I, and I think maybe there was cut stuff from here. But why not cut the scene where an FBI agent is just sitting there? Like, he's literally just sitting in a fucking chair for oh, no reason. Why yeah. not cut that? Just go about And then leave business. in the resolve, like, the resolution to this. Anyways, so, the, uh, in the pilots, the sheriff had sent away, like, the, the costume. Not the yeah. costume, the uniform. Yeah. Because. The bullet hole. Yeah, because there should be blood on it. Or yes. he thinks there was blood on it. And, um, here we're seeing the FBI. First of all, they send an FBI agent to just sit in a chair. Yes. Yeah, um, and I don't understand what that is Which about. Which is weird, yeah. And they never explain it. They really never explain it. And then it. he kicks him out. And then, so first he kicks him out, and then he spends his entire work day, and then when it's like nighttime, he calls and he needs to immediately speak to the FBI guy to figure out. He needs he needs answers now, 12 hours after, the, after he kicked the guy out. Yeah, I know it's late, but he sent an agent into my building. I think I've got a right to an immediate explanation. No, I won't call back. No, tomorrow is not acceptable. Yeah, I'm sorry about it, too. Listen, no, excuse me. Hello? Hello? And the FBI, like, come back to the sheriff's station, and they say, so first of all, all it was was ketchup. Yeah. But we're going to take all your files. And the sheriff is like, well... Wasted all the taxpayers' money. Yeah, like you, finding ketchup. Yeah, he's like reprimanding the sheriff. So I need you to shut up about aliens and stuff. Also, we're going to take all of your alien files. He's like, well, if it was ketchup, then why are you taking my files? Like, yeah, just like kind of stares him down. Money. Isn't that a waste of taxpayers' money, Richard Schiff? But the sheriff knew beforehand. He had a hunch. He went into the Well, yeah, because the dude was in his lobby. 
Which is such a weird strategy by the FBI. Like, what, 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 what were they doing? Like, Maybe looking, making sure he doesn't destroy the files. Who knows? It's so silly. Yeah. Um. So he. I will say my one complaint about any of these teen dramas when there's these like government conspiracies going on. Yeah. That part of the plot never holds up. It's like <laughs> just stop talking about it. Just have it going on <laughs> quietly in the background. We don't care. <sighs> Um, so what he does is he goes into the, his secret alien file and he takes out a key that was attached to there yep. and he hides it in his thermos. Yes. Um, so cause he, he's, he's got a hunch and he knows that, uh, he needs to protect this key. Even if they take the photo, the, the key is the important thing. Um, Michael, meanwhile, because Liz has like got him kind of paranoid, yeah. he's like, we need to get into the sheriff's office and take what they've got. No, he wants the photo of the dead body. Yes, Liz they, told him about that. They want to find the other alien, the yes. other Czechoslovakian. What is this photo even going to tell them, though? Isn't this just no, the they, photo he, he with can, a print on it? Well, yeah, but they can show touch it. They can look into it? Who the victim is, I guess. Yeah, I... It's a place to start, at least. Yeah, I forgot they, they have, can actually look into the photo. They don't know what... Yeah. going on actually look and yes Liz goes to the tra- trailer park and has a run in with uh, Hank yeah they you know father and step daddy adopted father Hank they're playing this scene like like he's like he's such an asshole but all he does is like he answers the door and she's like is Michael there and then he, he like takes a second and he says Mickey yeah he really didn't and then he goes and sits down in a chair and she's like is your stepdad always like so intense like that like like what <laughs> I in his underwear in the middle of the day I mean that's not like <laughs> she's treating him like oh my god he hit you in front of my eyes <laughs> like that's that's the way it's treated um I'm excited to see more episodes and and see him actually do something to that yeah yeah um, well, we see, like, Michael sneaks into um, Max's room in the middle of the night and sleeps on the floor. And yeah, which is, like, a normal thing. Like, he just, like, kicks over the sleeping bag. Yeah, it's just, like, he obviously um I believe that he's, like, like, hitting him and stuff. Sleeping in his own. Did you just knock over a glass of water? <laughs> For the second time today? It'll be empty eventually. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Once again, I missed the cords. It's all good. <laughs> That's the important thing. Yes. Yes, um, you're right, though. Yeah, he doesn't really do anything that bad in this episode. But Michael is, uh, Michael's trying to convince Max and Isabel to break into the sheriff's office, steal that photo, um, but he just can't, uh, they don't want to do something so risky. Yes. So he ends up doing it on his own. But in the plan, you like, the way he's like, okay, well, then Max is going to do this, Max is going to do that. He see, like, he obviously trusts Max's abilities Instead of his own, right? He doesn't think yeah. he can, like, break the lock open or do any of that stuff. But then he has to because they won't go along with him. You two, the point is this. That file has got to be in Valente's office. All right, he leaves for the day at 7.30. There's no one else in the entire wing of the sheriff's station. We go in. We find the file. We get the info. We put the file so back. So how do we break in? Hypothetically. The window. It's got a lock on it. It's nothing you can't handle. Alarm system? Hypothetically. Piece of cake. Even I could deactivate it. Max, don't humor him, okay? I can't believe you're even considering this. I just want to know how feasible the plan is. Which it's not. Feasible. It's not feasible, Michael. This is what we've been waiting for our entire lives. 
I mean, this is the first time we've ever had any clue that might tell us who we are. We don't have a choice. Hey! Anybody here? And with government agents after us, we ought to get our asses in gear, don't you think? Agents. What are you talking about? Talk to Liz. Yeah, so we get that scene where he's like, um, something you could, you know, you could do easily. And something, like, I could do, you know, even in a, just a few minutes. It would only take me a few minutes or something like that. And then later on, Isabel also says, like, he, you know he doesn't have full control over his powers. Um, but the way that we see that represented is that he uh, is hanging from a window when he uses his power to, like, melt the lock or, like, unlock the lock or whatever. Yeah. And then it kind of swings out. So his, it's not that he can't use his powers. It's that he wasn't thinking of the results, I guess. Like, he's too brash. Um, anyways, he does break into the sheriff's office... Uh, Isabel and Max go over there because um, they know that uh, he didn't. He was supposed to come over and meet Isabel at, at uh, their place, but he didn't. So they know he went to the sheriff's office. Um, Isabel's like, I will distract the sheriff. You go get Michael out of there. Yeah. It was funny when he was walking Liz home and she was like sp- watching them and he could see her. and <laughs> But she was like nice and just like, okay, just hurry up and like. Say goodnight. Let's go. Mm. She's sweet. Yeah, she Good is. sister. Yeah. At least in this episode. Um, so, yeah, Isabel pretends to have a flat tire, and she needs the sheriff's help, um, while Max... She probably flattened her tire. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think you can pretend to have a flat tire. And they fixed it! Unlike us. <laughs> Unlike us. We fixed nothing, but the tire is fixed. Yeah, the tire is fixed. I was wrong about that, so... Um, <laughs> I gotta remember yeah, where we are. That's so long ago now, I can't even go back there. We have to talk about the tire that Isn't they, in fact, showed fixing. Yes. Yeah. We've already recorded all of this, but we've somehow managed to not have it. So, saved. it's, don't, please don't blame us. Because no, this, no. this was Gremlins in the computer or something like that. But that's okay, because we're almost done with Roswell. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh my god, we're going to have to talk about Everwood again. It's fine. I'll get <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, so, but uh, while Isabel was uh, distracting the sheriff with, with the uh, fake broken tire that was actually broken. And Saskia's boyfriend. Yeah, from Twin Peaks, oh, who is right, still yeah. king of Carlos, Deputy Owen. Yeah. Um... Max sneaks in and and uh, comes just as Michael has found the key that the sheriff had hid in his thermos. They and make a I, noise. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, yeah. they make a huge noise. Yeah, yeah idiots. What, what happened with that? I can't remember. Now. Oh, what happened? That he, they he, like kicked something. Something fell over. Are for they sure. trying to get out? They were uh, Are they fighting. Who no, knows? he no. was distracted. He was all like caught up in this moment, and right. Max was like, oh, "We gotta right. go." So <laughs> when when Michael the touches flash. the key, he gets like a flash of vision, and we don't really know what the vision is of. We see like Except kind of a huts. tent. It's a geodesic dome. <laughs> a geodesic dome, but we we strongly feel the tone, and it's like this is ominous. Yeah. Something spooky and scary is going on and Michael gets so spooked and so scared that he literally goes like whoa and he falls over and knocks knocks like a trash can or something yes so instead of going to fix the tire they go upstairs to investigate the noise yeah 
Um, and uh, Michael and Max uh, are able to escape just in the nick of time. They're jumping out the window into the trash can below. Into a dumpster. At the yeah. very moment that they unlock the door, so the sound they make jumping into the dumpster, no problem. It's covered by the... By I the thought program. that was insane. It was insane. That was like... Excuse me. <laughs> those noise levels do not correlate no! in any way. It's <laughs> he definitely would have looked down. Yeah, and they were there was no cover. They, they like, would have been there. Yeah, no alien. What's weird is that like the sheriff sees like the 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 curtain like fluttering yes. in the wind, and he's like, oh, "The window is open. Somebody came in through the window." And he goes to the window, and he doesn't but look it's down. Locked. He just kind of like shakes the cage. <laughs> it's locked from the inside. He's yeah. like, well, "Oh well, the window is locked. There's no need for me to look down or look around or anything." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, have, and then they fix the tire. Yeah. And then Isabel, like, thank you, someone's home. Yeah, have we talked about... Uh, we've only been talking for about 25 minutes, eh? Yeah, we're almost done, though. You were so close <laughs> to being done after this. Have, have we talked about how mad I was when uh, there was the scene with Kyle Valenti, and then, like, it cuts to commercial, and then it cuts back, and he's just gone? <laughs> I think and they're so, just, like, yeah. And they just forgot about it? Okay. We did. That was before. I don't think we talked, talked about the family moment. Well, there, yeah, we did. We talked about that, too. <laughs> The part we didn't talk about is when they're all in the Jeep touching the key and they don't get the vision and they're all making <laughs> That's fun right. of Michael. And then he storms off because she's just like being yeah. a bitch. Even yeah. though they all, like, they, I guess they can't get the vision to happen. Nothing. What'd you see? Ricky Martin in the shower. Sorry. Not before. Maybe I don't really know what it's like for you. The thing I've realized is... The fact that my life basically sucks is a good thing. It's easier. We always have to be able to leave, pack a suitcase, go somewhere else. Maybe ten years from now. Maybe a week from now. Maybe tomorrow. So my advice? Don't get in too deep, Maximilian. It only makes us weaker. Yeah. So they don't they don't believe that Michael's telling the truth about having a vision about this key. Right. Because he's like very invested in, in finding their other aliens and, and escaping Hank. Yeah. Yes, because he doesn't get the family basketball hugs. The terrible Hank. Yeah. The horrific Hank. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's pretty much the end of the episode, right? Yeah, it's pretty much. I it's, think so. That was it. Not much else happened. Yeah. We Oh, did we, we talk didn't... about Julie Benz revealing, like, She's the guidance oh, counselor. I'm not the substitute teacher. I'm the guidance counselor. Yeah. I care about Michael, and he has to come in. The dumbest lie of all so time. So close to being expelled, and I must save him. The other really dumb part we didn't talk about was when Alex confronted the girls and <laughs> was like, all you keep saying is this Czechoslovakia. And, like, like, you got shot last week, and, and you know, whatever, whatever. Something and then weird's they were going like, on. We have cramps! Okay, I want some answers. All right, because first of all, the rumor is going around that last week you were shot here in the cafe. And then at the crash festival, you were seemingly run over by a car, but then you weren't. And every time I walk up to you two, you, you, you go silent or you make up some ridiculous story about Czechoslovakia, which is a country that has not existed for 10 years. 
So I want the truth, and I want it now. Alex, the reason that we keep on changing the subject is... Cramps. We have cramps, Alex. Yeah. And we didn't even want to talk about it in front of you because we thought that it would just make you feel really uncomfortable. But if you really want to know, we can tell you in really excruciating detail. No! I'm eating. We've got cramps, so if we didn't want to tell you because we didn't want to make you uncomfortable. But you know, we can get we can give you all the details. We can give you full, fully in depth everything about he our cramps. And he's like, "Ew, cramps! No, I'm eating. <laughs> what is gross about cramps? Nothing. I don't understand. That. I mean, just the other stuff that goes the implication. along with it. I guess. Oh, the implication." Part. That they're bleeding. He's like, uh, cramps are related to periods, and so that is related to blood, and blood makes me queasy. No. I don't want to eat while I'm thinking about something that's related to something that was related to and blood. And it's like, he's yeah. not dumb. He's a smart kid, all, despite when we saw him doing his little arm impressive moves to the crowd to like get the girls ah uh, yes he was doing these twisty things and being called a freak uh he is I think a smart kid and it's like why would he think cramps has anything to do with Czechoslovakians or Liz may or may or not got shot a week ago like it's just <laughs> like he just accepts it like okay bye I feel like if we end up watching like half a season of Roswell uh-huh. Colin Hanks will eventually be my favorite yes he is great I just I like Colin Hanks a lot and what happens to him is completely uncool. oh my god does he get shot I will not say what happens to him but oh it's my god. horrific Colin Hanks gets shot and I can't wait for that it makes me very upset he gets shot in two shows uh, I did not spoiler alert. say that I he said got that. shot in this show okay oh, what about Everwood let's talk about the Everwood the most boring show of all time shot your face I need to say it we lost the recording I had I can't just say this this show stars Hi Williams I had to bite my cheeks so badly and now we have to do this again I'm gonna cry uh, uh, it doesn't start Treat Williams it starts Ephraim and Amy he's just there being a bad dad. He's a good father. He's a father. He's not a good father. He's a really he's, terrible father. I don't know if he's a good father. I don't think it's a good idea, a good parenting idea to like move your children after they've just lost their mother, the one parent that actually was taking care of them. All right, let's uproot right, them. Start, start, start at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. They start in the family home at breakfast. Uh, the mother reminds Dr. Andy Brown, a famed neurosurgeon from New York City who was just in Time Magazine. Holy shit. He's really good at his job. Um, that tonight is their son Ephraim's piano recital at school, right. and she wants to be picked up by him. And because um, he has to take piano lessons in Jersey, yeah, because the best guys in Jersey, even though they're in New York City, and the okay. best nothing is in Jersey. <laughs> even though, uh, but that's just an excuse to get her on the highway. Because if there was in New York, she wouldn't have to drive anywhere. Yeah. Because why does she need to be on the road? Oh, oh. Danger times. Uh, but no, he goes to work, and we meet this lovely elderly couple. Well, they're not lovely. They're actually very sad because he's suffering from what he's been told is an incurable brain cancer. He doesn't have much time to live. No. Uh, but being the best of the best, maybe this man uh, can help him. And they hope that he's as good as he is brief because he says he's going to treat him and he's going to fix him. Basically. Spends about 30 seconds in the room with them saying, like, uh, you can count on me. And then he just walks out. Yeah, walks out. And uh, then 
little later, he is told that it's 7.30, even though he wanted to be told at 7 to leave to go pick up his daughter. And his wife has just, his wife, sorry. His wife has just called saying he's a terrible father, terrible husband, but she does love him. It's a very loving. It doesn't, it's very weird. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't come across that way, but I guess because it's the, it's the nurse saying. The delivery, yeah. 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 And just the way it's like, this is, this is a regular occurrence. I don't think it was, I mean, I don't think it was like angry. No. But I do think it was pointed. It's like, damn you. She is saying you're a shitty husband and a shitty father. I, and he's like, well, just yeah. go ahead. With, tell her to leave without me. I'll meet her there. And, and the nurse is like, yeah, she did half she an did hour ago. Like, she knows that you're not going to fucking show up because you yeah. never fucking show up. Yeah. So he finally leaves what seems to be like 9.30, like way later than the recital. It's probably already over. For sure. And uh, he finds two police officers looking for him uh, with some really bad news. His wife has died on the highway. She got into some ice, and it's now him in what Eric perceived earlier today to be a beautifully shot... Hold on. I, oh, you're putting no. so many words in my mouth. I said it wasn't awful. Yes, that is it, true. It was one of two shots in this episode that were not boring. Like, super static and boring. dull and boring and bad and frustrating. Because of the overwhelming emotion he felt that drove him to the wall... I mean, it's more like that they kind of, like, zoomed out, and then he's, like, kind of framed. It was an angle, and the cops were there. Yeah, and, and it's, like... the desk was there. And it kind of, like, becomes was silhouetted. It was, Storm it was outside. good. There was good stuff going good. on there. Good. I'm so happy to hear it. Yeah. Um, and then, this is pretty much... Funeral. The, the, yeah, that there's a funeral. Right. It was very sad. He they dumped say. some dirt onto the, the casket. They tried to go on his normal but Ephraim's heartbroken there's voiceover by the bus driver I wasn't there the day Dr. Andrew Brown's life changed forever but like most folks in Everwood I've heard the story enough times to be able to tell it it begins where many stories begin in the city of New York where Dr. Brown lived comfortably with his wife and two children He's not just the bus driver he's, he's the Everwood the bus, bus driver, driver. Yeah, he's Amy's grand- step-grandpa Yes, that's right. That's right, yeah. And who's newly married. Yeah, exactly. We did All of these things will be revealed to us in the next 30 minutes. <laughs> 15 or less. As we get come to Everwood. Uh, yeah, he tells the... Uh, he meets the patients that we have already known. And he's like... Sound Brooks. All I can do is prolong your life for one year. It'll not make it much better. You'll be horrible. So why don't you just take what you have and enjoy the last of what you've got? In a nice warm place, whatever. Actually, I think it's in Maine, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, but you know, it's a nice place. Somewhere it's, nice. Yeah. Just go have a good. Yeah, he talks about like where somewhere where they grew, like where they used to take the kids or mm-hmm. you know whatever, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, he's not going to get treated. He's going to go, and this is the last time he's going to be a big city doctor. And then At he tries to bribe. Well, no, he successfully successfully bribes one of his children into voting yes, having a democracy in this move to Everwood, a small Rocky Mountain town. Uh, And yes, anybody who wants to move to Everwood and get a horse, raise your hand. Luckily, we are re-recording this because we did fail to mention why he decided to move to Everwood. He decided to move to Everwood because once upon a time... His dead, or was this only in a dream that no. he was? No, no, this was all, they're all memories. They're all well, memories. They're not all memories because he uh, is talking to her about things that are happening in the 
present, which yeah. obviously is not memories. So are, it's no. a mixture of memories. There are a few conversations. That it's, it's just like things that, it, you know, he this his one fight with Ephraim reminds him of another fight with Ephraim and right. what she said to him after that. Exactly. Yeah, uh, He decides to... Everwood is the town that they have had these conversations like a few times, like, of what would happen if she were to die. And he's like, I can't have this conversation. Um, but it's like, go to Everwood. That's where I will be. It's the most beautiful town. I drove through it when I was younger. And uh, it's like, yeah, it's like heaven, basically. Because you don't talk to him. I talk to him? You talk at him. Try asking him how his day was. Try listening. Dude, it's so much easier. She's four, Andy. It doesn't matter. She's always known how much I love her. Somehow, I've never been able to get that message through to him. Well, call me an optimist, but this is one case, Doctor. It's not terminal. Hey, guess what? I figured it out. Figured what out? Where you should go if something ever happens oh, to me. Oh, not this macabre subject again. Everwood, Colorado. Where? When I was a kid, I took this train trip with my parents across the country. There was a snowstorm in the mountains, and we had to stop for a day in a town called Everwood. It was the most beautiful place I'd ever seen, Andy. It was on this hill, surrounded by the Rockies. And I remember thinking, even then, this is what heaven must look like. There's no chance this place is also a major center for neurosurgery, is there? Sorry. That's the other part of the deal. No more working for the rich and famous doctor. Even small-town folk need medical miracles. You'll have to start writing this stuff down. Just remember one thing. Everwood, Colorado. It's where I'll be. You can't be in the Bahamas? Nope. Everwood or bust. And that's where I'll be, too. And I'm going there. If I die, that's where I'll be. Uh, and and she also tells him he has to quit work. He has to quit, yeah, because it's clearly taken over his life. It doesn't, like, nothing else matters. It's just his job. Uh, but, yeah, so they move to Everwood. But he doesn't tell his kids any of this. No. Or anybody. He's just like, we're moving to Everwood. Seems like a good place to go on the map. Yeah, and I'm done. And Ephraim is pissed. Uh, yeah, Ephraim hates it. He's this 15-year-old who has just lost his mother, is now supposed to leave his friends and familiar and surroundings in New York. Comics. Yeah, he's big into manga, by yeah. the way. And he's he got is hair. That's another thing we pissed. didn't talk about in the Lost Report. I was going to bring it up because I saw that and I thought, ooh, Eric will like that. And then you, I just sometimes was like, nope, I'm not even going to talk about things I, I thought you like might that. like because then you'll say how much you don't like them. Exactly. There it is. That's <laughs> not... Uh, he's very angry. There was so much ADR from Ephraim in this episode where he's just like freaking angry yelling from mm. behind him. And it was just, it focused on, again, I forgot his sister's name. Delia. Delia. Every Delia. time. Every time. What do you call it? Elia. Delia. It's close enough. I don't think we need to talk about her for the rest Doesn't of matter. the okay, episode. Doesn't matter. Okay, fine. Yeah, she's not important. No. Fine. She wears cute baseball hats. Uh, she's worried about her dad. Yeah. Worried about her dad who has these conversations with ghost wife who is dead. Julia. Um, and we perceive them to be yeah. memories. Um, she and she's also, very, very concerned, and she tells Irv, the bus driver, about yes. it. Um, and he says, it's fine, he's just distraught. distraught. He's his heart. distraught heart. And what she tells him later, he's like, it's okay, Dad, I'm not worried about you anymore, you're gonna be fine eventually. 
once time has been able to heal your broken wounds. Yeah, I feel like we didn't need to talk about any of that. Well, it's very important. I don't know if it is. He he meets his neighbor, (laughs) Nina, Nina, who could be a romantic interest until we learn that she is married to a man who's on the road eight months of the year selling computer software. Which I guess maybe A thing of the 2000s. They... She still might be a romantic interest. It just might be. It's like, who, what kind of husband are you if you're going to I will say, I am not the biggest fan of Dr. Handy Brown and the decisions that he makes. Yeah. He's very selfish. And just because he's decided to move to Everwood and be a doctor for free, which I don't think we've mentioned yet. No. Yeah. Um... Doesn't make him a good person. No, I. And I, he's not. I agree, and um, I also think that like, you know, selling, uh, not selling, giving away his his medical labor. That's cool, but also like he's the only one in the world who can perform a lot of these like really complicated neurosurgery. Yeah, and he's taken that away from people for yes. sure, and that comes up. Obviously, that's not just like thrown away. That's a huge issue on this show. But it's, it is also that choice. But yeah, his kids, question. his kids also need him. Yeah. Especially right now. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be a permanent... I mean, they're going to go to college eventually. You think they're going to stay in Colorado? Probably not. But you know what I mean. Like, who knows? It's the whole question. It's like, when she married him, he was always probably going to have that trajectory of his career being the most important thing. If you're going to be a friggin' perfect neurosurgeon, yeah, that's, good. That's, that's your life. And maybe he shouldn't have had kids. Maybe. Who knows? Because clearly he wasn't a good father. No. For Maybe that'll come years. up in, in the Ephraim next is very season. angry, and it seems like it's like years and years of anger towards this man who has not been there to support him. And he does say anything. to his wife, after she, you know she's dead, but like Delio has been so easy to get mm. along with, and Ephraim has always been a struggle. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see. And then, I mean, if you watch this show, which you should, when she starts to hit her tween years, and that kind of changes, and she's not just like go along with it kind of a person uh it gets really wild <laughs> she, gets to, she gets to become a well, she'll, she'll how many up. seasons does the show go for four. Oh my god Boomin. yeah Boomin. um ephraim goes to school he meets amy abbott amy abbott the love of his life who he after he slams some idiots who try to pick on him by saying he doesn't speak dumbass um god, what that, a line Hey, Freak! Look at the hair, man. They run out of green at the store. Hey, you! A friend here asked you a question. Where's your manners? I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't understand him. You see, I don't speak dumbass, but since you obviously do, maybe you could translate for me. Hey! Hey! You were bold out there? Ah, uh, it was just strategy, really. Strategy? I find it best when dealing with any unfamiliar bully to strike early with sarcasm. Yeah, it makes them wonder whether or not I have some secret butt-kicking prowess they're unable to detect. Wow. You really have this thought out. Yeah, spend as much time inside a gym locker as me, you'd have a few theories of your own. Were they really that horrible to you in New York? How'd you know I was from New York? That new doctor who just moved here, he's your father, right? Yeah, if you use the term father loosely. Ever since that article in Time, he's all anyone can talk about around here. Yeah? What did they say? Mostly they just wonder why he came. Oh, uh, they figured it out. I mean, no. You really don't know why you came here. Whacked, I know. I think it's wild. Sometimes I wonder if my dad's the most boring man alive. There's the bell. We should eat lunch sometime. Wait. 
What's your name? Amy. And I like your hair. That he, uh, like, yeah, she jumps on, like, because his purple hair, they don't like his purple hair. Yeah. She pretends to be on his red. side. No, it's purple. It's purple. Sorry. It just doesn't look good. No. Not it's, not good. it's not good. Oh, yeah, we re- I complimented Saskia, and we lost that on the It's fine. Yeah, Saskia has beautiful purple hair currently. It's unfortunate. We'll never know what the compliment was. No, um, it's lost. It doesn't have, it's just like a slight purple tinge, and you can only see it really when he's outside in the direct sunlight. And Efren thinks this girl is interested in him. Yeah, because she's um, beautiful. We also think, think that, because, well, it's like, yeah, she's Canadian. Wants to jump in and They're both Canadian. Boy. I don't, I don't care if they're Canadian. Well, you should. Because we like to support our Canadian talent. To she used to be a ballerina. Doesn't matter. And they go on a beautiful hike. They go to the mountain. They see They see the whole town. Yeah. It's gorgeous. where the elementary school is and where their school is. And he's like, for a second, maybe moving here is not so bad. Look at that. I've already made a lady friend. Yes. Um, but lo and behold, we find out. And he shows from, her his comics. Yeah. In it's a the dream. best way. In a dream. Oh, right. That was fake. We didn't talk about that either. Yeah, and he's he's like... She uh, doesn't listen to Al Green. The crazy thing about manga oh, and horrible. the manga comic... Yeah, I can They're so much different than American comics. And she's like, wow, I never knew manga could be so Manga. Hot. Yeah. That's manga. right. I, I forgot about that. That was bad. And then we find out from Brother Bright, who wrote a fake note... Pretending to be with beautiful handwriting, beautiful handwriting. So he was like, "Wow, you put a lot of effort into this fake handwriting." I was like, "That's my own handwriting," which is a low blow joke. <laughs> yeah, it's a dumb joke. I, I I hated it. And then he tells me like she has a boyfriend and just basically using you. Yeah. And, and our dad is the town doctor. Yeah, he's the douchebag doctor. Looking for Amy? She's not coming. And you are her brother. I left you that note. I wanted to talk to you. Oh, well, you could have just talked to me. I mean, you didn't have to go to all the trouble of imitating feminine cursive. It's my real handwriting. Whoops. Stay away from Amy. She's got a boyfriend. she tell you that? No, but she didn't talk about you either, so we only covered the important stuff. A nice bag. I wonder what's in there. there. Edo? This stuff's way expensive, man. Oh. What do you say we double its value? Right, stop it. Right? That's his name? Ironic. Go ahead, Amy. Tell him why you're really hanging out with him. Ephraim, I can explain. Oh, forget it. There's nothing to say. Don't worry, Bright. I'll be staying away from your sister. We're good. By the way, dude, nice dad. Just curious, has he always been such a head case or just since your mom bought it? Um, he who works across the street from your father. Yeah, and we meet immediately as a douchebag. He's like, "You parked in my spot, asshole." Yeah. It's like I didn't see a sign there. It's like it's implied. I'm like, no, there's no sign there. He can't park there. Doctor Abbott and Doctor Brown are going to be the best of frenemies. Yeah, uh, they're kind of like Blair and Serena from Gossip Girl. They're going like to be they're friends. Either soups tight, or they are trying to take each other down. I see it. They're going to be and friends. And it goes off and on. And it's like, oh, and of course, their children are. Possibly shit. going to date, which complicates things. Yeah, don't date the children of your parents' daters. Well, don't date children. <laughs> no, 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 the children are dating. They're going to date each other, Which, Ephraim yeah. and Amy. Just don't date the children of your parents. <laughs> you know you know what I'm saying. Doesn't yeah, exactly. matter. Well, if the parents if are dating and the children are dating, it's but just, they're not the, the parents aren't going to date. <laughs> Dr. Abbott and Dr. Brown are not going to date. They're going to be enemies. (laughs) 
That's what I'm saying. And then Ephraim is in love with Amy. That's okay. They can be in love. They're okay. gonna be in love. I okay. don't think. Spoiler alert. Coma for boyfriend. Top three. Uh, losing your virginity scenes. Number three. Uh, Brenda and Dylan. Beverly Hills 90210. Number two. Casey and Joey. Oh dear. Dawson's Creek. And number three. Which I mean, number one. Okay. It's Amy and Ephraim. It's Amy and Ephraim. The scene. The episode. It's... Oh, you guys. It's so good. Go ahead. It's gonna happen because Comatose Boyfriend, who is the reason why she struck up a (sighs) conversation... Colin Hart. Yes, that's his name. Uh, he's been in a coma for one year. She drives him up to see him up in Denver, yes, I believe. This is the closest, nearest major city to them. Yeah, and uh, she shows him. He's lying there. They were in a car accident with her brother, Bright, who was thrown clear of the accident. Doesn't remember anything. Bright and Colin were best friends, or so he's saying. Yeah, so he's saying. Uh, and uh, she's like, that's why. I was like, your father may be the only person in the world who can save him. And, uh, yeah, this causes a problem because he hates his father. Told him earlier that day he wishes he had died instead of his mother. Yeah. Which his father agrees with. Uh, He agrees, yeah. I think we all do. He also wishes he had died. It would have been easier for them. Yeah. Had they lost... uh, There wouldn't be this excellent At least he doesn't say, like, I I wish you had died instead of you. You know, Ephraim, I thought you'd change. I thought if we moved here, you'd stop with the fighting, with the acting out. Yeah, I got this black guy because of you. Dick. Keep talking to me like that. You're going to get yourself another one. Yeah, he said you were crazy. And you know what? Newsflash, you are. All right, you quit your job. You grow this ugly-ass beard. You look like you wear your clothes to bed, and you move us to the middle of Nowheresville, USA. And why? For what reason? Because somebody told you it was pretty once? And if that's not enough, you talk to mom like she's still here. Yeah, I've seen you. And Delia, too. So what do I have to say for myself? What do you have to say for yourself? I can't believe you think my beard is ugly. Mom would never have done this to us. She never would have moved us here or gone crazy. Don't be so sure of that. I am sure. All right, I knew her. You didn't know her. You were never around. We all just tolerated you. Hey, that's pretty good. What else you got? I wish you died instead of her. Well, I wish I did to you, little backpack. I hate you. I hate you right back. Now get in that house. Go for a ride. Oh, yeah? Yeah. At some point, you're getting in that house. Uh, yeah, and then they actually scream, I hate you, I hate you too. Uh, yes. And this is out in the street in front of Nina. And then, then Nina's like, Do you want to come in invites for some coffee? Invites him in for He's coffee. Like, sure. 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 Kind of becomes her role as like supporting him and being a functional parent, which is not a great dynamic. Um, but yeah, yeah. She tries to say, like, listen, you gotta try listening and try, you know, dealing with him on his level, mm. not just screaming at him about how you hate him. Yeah, it's really not the best parenting approach. No. Ooh. And the other thing, the only other thing that happens is that uh, he hires Edna. Dr. Abbott's mother, Edna, uh, as his his nurse. Yeah, that nurse practitioner. Nurse practitioner who has had so many years of experience, but quit her son's practice because he cut her hours because she just remarried after her husband died. Immediately remarried. Two Earth. months. Yeah, within two months. Which is quick if you've been married for, Insane. You know, 30 or 40 Insane. years. Insane. You don't need to marry but immediately. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Well, you know, she'll... You'll find matter. out more about she that. She knows what you. she wants. She does, she and more. she seems to... I actually like her a lot. She rides oh, a badass motorcycle. She stood up to... There was like, fuck yeah. She was the worst character on this show. Jesus she calls him Christ, me. Eric. Yeah, you really didn't get this show at all. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. It's fine. But, yeah. She's awesome. Definitely the worst character on this show... Is Nina, 
she's super annoying. The neighbor? Yeah. Can't stand her acting or any of her decisions. I feel like Nina is, like, the same, like, level of of nothing as a lot of the other characters. She's just, like... I honestly have trouble remembering her. She's, like, a buoy floating in the the water in the sea of boringness. And then... (laughs) I cannot Edna recall is her like face. a lead weight that just sinks down. There are my death. two things about Everwood that, wow. that are this is a wow. Yeah, you're being way excessive. Are are a huge well not a problem, but I mean our dear friend from Party of Five, Scott Wolf, eventually joins the cast as a third doctor, which is weird. And then the really bad one that comes on for like a season as Andy's love interest is Anne Haish. Oh no, she's yeah. no good. And she's married to a dude that's like also kind of in a coma and he starts fucking her. Anyway, it's awful. And every time she's on screen, I fast forward through it. Stop with this comaness. All worth it for Amy and Ephraim, let me tell you right now. And Colin, of course, if perhaps he eventually wakes up. Uh, <laughs> coma boyfriend. Okay, so since we already talked about all of this, you guys have already given your predictions. Can you remember them from a mere 30 minutes ago? <laughs> Let's find out. Eric, what would you like to predict? Uh, okay, so I believe... For, uh, for the next episode of Roswell. <laughs> I believe I predicted that Michael... No. Oh. I, I have a prediction with Michael. Uh-huh. Michael, like, escapes pursuit from Julie Benz. Yes. Um, I also... He chases <laughs> Michael and he escapes. Yeah, I also have that Max finds out about the aliens somehow. Alex. Alex, sorry. Max is the alien. <laughs> Alex finds out about the aliens and he goes to tell Liz and Maria and they're like, right away. you doofus, we get it. We already know about that. Yeah. You're slow on the uptake. He, he's not, they will not act like that or they will not be his friend anymore. And my final, uh, my final prediction was that Isabel goes on a date but um, Liz and Max, like, interrupt it. That's right. Wow. Three for three. Saskia, what did you predict would happen on the next episode of Everwood? I predicted, one, that Dr. Abbott would have a moment of victory over Dr. Brown. Brown. Right. Correct. In their feud. Yes. Uh, second prediction was And that I want to say, I think that might, that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you do super vague <laughs> that's predictions true. like that. Right. Second prediction, although it wasn't true of this episode. No, not at all. He's suffered only defeats. Defeat after defeat. Slap in the face. Uh, Second one was Ephraim will ask his father for help. With Colin. For Colin. Yeah, Colin Hart. But he will be denied. Yeah. He's going to say, I don't do brain surgery anymore. Yeah, that's exactly the same. Small town doctor man. And I have no. With an ugly ass beard. The beard is good. I agree. I'm just saying. I don't understand like Ephraim why Ephraim doesn't like it. Yeah, he did. Ephraim. I think he's just like pointing out. It's like because it's a change. It's a thing he can just like. Yeah. It, he knows it'll like make him feel bad. It's just it's just an excuse for them but to I have think like a. Also, like imagine your your father like clean shaven your entire 15 years. You've never seen him grow a beard. And then your mom dies, and he's like, "Stop shaving." So I, I also know. couldn't I do like... it as a surgeon. That's well. Yeah. I think you can. You have to wear a beard thing. Yeah. It's a big hassle. Yeah. I've had to wear like beard uh, nets. Like a hairnet for your beard. Yeah. So good. Which also is a hairnet because it's still hair. Yeah. yeah. It's very true. And then the last prediction was that Bright would accidentally punch Delia, Delia in the face. <laughs> yeah. By missing, By missing Ephraim. Ephraim, I which forgot is about ridiculous. That. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a, not going to happen. That's the silliest thing. It's going to. 
Okay, so before I read your votes again, I will tell you all the snacks that we saw in these two episodes, which are actually really good compared to the last two episodes that we watched. Okay, we got Pepsi, we got orange soda, we got cedar oil, we got peanut clusters, we got Tabasco sauce, we got the hot fudge blast off, which the man was waiting for for a long 20 time. minutes, yeah. He was yeah. very mad. Um, multiple people ate sandwiches, none of them looked that great though. We had orange juice, Cheerios, muffins, coffee. Fruit, lots of bananas and other things. Uh, the terrible scrambled eggs. Yeah, which no delicious. one wanted to eat. Pancakes, which Andy said he was going to make, but we never saw. Apple juice, oatmeal, cookies, cough syrup for Sam. That was a big thing, is that um, Andy diagnosed the cough. How many patients? And uh, Dr. Abbott was like, you're never going to get any patients. Everyone's loyal to me. I've been a doctor here for a decade. My father was a doctor before that. And so the way Andy gets a patient is that he helps his uh, real estate agent who's having, like, a neck problem and then tells her, like, oh, I'm not charging because she's, like, the big town gossip. So he knows that she'll go and, like, tell everyone. And then the next morning, boom, so many up. people. Dr. Abbott's like, what the fuck? So many. Worked out great. Uh, salad and reheated Kentucky Fried Chicken. Which, don't. Which was the last thing. Alright, so, I got you many gifts this time. Think about stealing, because you only have two episodes left. Yeah, I do. To do your after-the-reveal snacks. You know what, I'm going to think, I'm going to declare, I'm going to steal next episode's, well, no, it can't be the next one, because it's going to be a special one. The next chance you have. Yeah. Alright, we got Tabasco sauce. Tabasco sauce. Which the aliens love. And we got some... Whoa, what's this? Cedar oil. <laughs> Thank Doom you. Town. Yes. And I'm then, so surprised. I hadn't seen this. Also, I got us some peanut clusters. Are those O'Henry's? And why do we have peanut clusters? That's right, because Michael was pretending to sell peanut clusters. Well, he was. He did go and buy them. Uh, yeah, he was selling them, technically. But just like the tire At the actually being flat, he actually was... Selling peanut clusters. You need yeah. to be Very doing similitude. That's, that's what you're the pretending key to, to be doing. Yeah. This is why we love Roswell because they they really they do it the hard way. Um, yeah. yeah. But so, no one bought them because they were on a diet. That's right. But that's when he found out that no one was there at a certain time of night, which is why Valenti wasn't supposed to be there. But then Brigham Valenti came back. Yeah, that was All right, I will read your votes. Vote number one: Everwood. Um, Vote number two: Roswell. That ends well. Dear God, once again, you are not in agreement. No, oh, what a surprise. In agreement. We are shocked because we already knew that. Oh, now, dear. Who what, voted for what? What will happen? I, now... I mean, Eric just cannot watch another episode of Everwood. Or I'm going to die of sadness. I'm pretty dead set on Everwood. You should be, because it's fucking awesome. And I just told you, it has the best loser virginity scene of any of these teen dramas. I really mm. don't see myself changing Ooh, my vote. I forgot Buffy. Buffy shouldn't be in the top three, because that's horrific when that happens. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. The moment is great. The moment after, so fuck bad. off. Um, oh, after Joey and Pacey, that whole episode is so good. Oh, wow. God, I gotta watch that. Um, I refuse to watch Everwood. You need to change your phone. Well, this is a dilemma. <laughs> if you... If you, hey, you have a brand new chance to get something out of him. That's true, yeah. <laughs> if if we go ahead with Everwood, I'm just not gonna watch the episode. Mean! You can't do that. I'll come you've, in and you've I'll... You've committed. I'll read the Wikipedia summary. Now, yeah, this is shocking to me. Has Everwood made it to the top of your list? Bottom of the worst show. (laughs) Oh no! no. I mean, it's It's not worse than Young Americans. Number four. It's not worse than Higher Ground. But it's um, it's definitely the most boring show that we've watched. All right, fine. I'm not going to stretch this on anymore because I gave in a much faster last time. Do you think it's funny how much better I think 
this is than Freaks and Geeks. And that is. It's, I, it's you know what I think high. is funny is how much better you think this is than Gilmore Girls. That too. Because this is like a way Not that softer, much more. Way less than the... Yeah, Gilmore Girls is like heads. an excellent version of this. Mm. It's a different, yeah. It's very, we didn't very really different. get into that in this version of the podcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we lost the recording where I was saying like it's... Uh, where I compared it to Gilmore Girls and thought you would like it because of all the weird townsfolk. Again, this it's hard when you just have to watch the pilot. Um, but as much as you're hating it, I don't think two more episodes is going to change your mind. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I, I despise it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I despise it. I'm just like bored by it. I was like falling asleep. Uh, the acting and the writing. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. The acting and the writing are the worst parts. No, you're so wrong. You think what's her name is the worst part? What, is Edna? It? Yes. She is the worst no. part. I cannot stand she's her. She's amazing. Yeah, she's great. And she's, oh, God, so good. Like she Her fights with Tom Amandez, who plays Dr. Abbott, sometimes they're, they are so good. It's like watching a play, this show, a little bit more than any of the other ones. I she's like say. a cartoon character. Yeah, I can see how you would see that. She's I, like Daffy Duck. Not she's even not, but yes, I get that's It's rubbing you the wrong way in that. She is very extreme in her personality. And it's very like, this is a personality. But she doesn't change. She's pretty hardcore like that. <laughs> yeah. Don't like it. Um, but but you're changing your vote, right? Yeah, it's yes, it's happened. All right. So no it more happened ever forty with. minutes ago. No, <laughs> Amy and Ephraim, and we will be watching the next episode of Roswell. Of Roswell. But before Roswell can take on the next show on my list, we've got to uh, go with yeah, that's right number three, which is the last show on Hannah's top 30 teen dramas of all time that Eric and Saskia have already seen. Saskia got forced into it in our uh, TV club where we watch TV together and it was the only show she ever cheated on. She went home and secretly watched the next episode because she wanted to know if Veronica and Logan were going to get together or not. Vomited. And of course there was no reveal on that It's because it's like a, the, the first episode and it's like a time jump and yeah. you don't get any answers. It's so frustrating. And I just, and I stopped. I just I stopped. Yeah, I only watched like 15 minutes like fuck this. I'm like Because like, <laughs> they tell you it. nothing. This is... Uh, anyway, so Eric and Saskia, just like we did with Freaks and Geeks and Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls, which are the two shows we were just talking about. How weird. Uh, they are going to tell us what their favorite episode was, and they are going to tell us what happens in that episode and why it's their favorite, and whoever is right is going to get an awesome prize. And whoever's wrong is also going to get a semi-awesome prize. Because it's Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars. Um, so I picked for my favorite episode, uh, I had a, a very difficult time picking an episode that I remembered and liked, um... And I ended up looking at a list of, like, ranked every episode from worst to best. I started at number one. I'm like, okay, surely what they think is the number one is going to be my favorite, too. But no, it went all... I had to go down the list all the way to number 28 before I found an episode that I remembered and that I remembered enjoying. And it is episode uh, episode 14 of season one. Mars versus Mars. This is the episode with Adam Scott as the... A teacher who is acting inappropriately. Is he only in one episode, or is yes, there, he's uh, in only in one episode? So funny. And we talked about that episode um, when we watched Dawson's Creek, just because we've been talking a lot about uh, teachers, teachers student and students. relations and how yeah. we are not for them. 
I hate that plot in every show that we watch, but on Veronica Mars, I feel like they did it really good. Adam Scott is also in another um, Clash of the Team drama Titan show, which is Boy Meets World. Yeah. We didn't get to see him there, but... Adam Scott's in Boy Meets World. He sure I feel is. like you told me that before. Yeah. I it's when he gets to high school. Um, he's not in the first couple seasons when they're younger. But yeah, he's funny on that show. He's like the villain. He's Hell the, yeah. He's the bully. He's such a good villain and bully. Yeah. An asshole. Well, if you're not watching Big Little Lies, check it out. It's, uh, I would say, his best work so far, and he's good done best. a lot yeah. of great work. Well, yes. Big Little Lies has been great. He's uh, phenomenal on that show. What's Saskia's pick for Veronica Mars? Uh, my pick, yeah, as, as I have said once or twice. She's cheating. In my life. <laughs> uh, it was between two episodes. One being from the first season. Uh, episode, the penultimate episode of season one, which landed number two, uh, which was the a trip to the dentist where many things are revealed, many of the mysteries of season one, but not uh, quite all of them. Don't spoil them. It's quite I an don't intense remember. episode. I know who the murderer is. Uh, it's it's quite something, uh, but it, it was eclipsed by none other than season two, episode twenty, titled "Look Who's Stalking," where there is a prom. At the Logan Hotel residence. The Logan Hotel. Imagine if it was called yeah. that. This is the Logan Hotel. Uh, where there is maybe one slightly significant monologue. Yes. It's <sighs> devastating. And I own a bag, a tote bag, with my favorite quote from it, which was a gift from Saskia Werner. Yes. Oh, interesting. Many years ago. Yes, it was many carry years ago. everywhere I go. So, she might be cheating slightly by knowing that that's... It is, it is so good, Pretty though. much my favorite episode. It's so good! That's fine. But, anyway, we were gonna be epic. Also, the pilot is great. Let's just say that. True. Alright, well, tune in uh, in a month when we do our Veronica off and see which one of these two gets to win the big prize. They're currently tied. Uh, one, one, yeah, yeah that's right. One Freaks and Geeks, and Eric won Gilmore Girls. So Neither of us chose a Piznarski episode. Oh, God, we love Piznarski. Yes. Or the movie, which you guys know I love. Piz is terrible. No, don't even. Just shush. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Watch everyone. And hopefully this recording will hold. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.